Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 20, looking at verses 7 through 12, read from today's New International Version. This is a story that makes you say, hmm, who's in the wrong? As we listen to the story of a teenager, he was probably a teenager, he was a young man who fell asleep while the apostle was teaching. And the consequences, well, let's just listen to the scripture. Again, Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12, read from today's New International Version. On the first day of the week, we came together to break bread. Paul spoke to the people and, because he intended to leave the next day, kept on talking until midnight. There were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting. Seated in a window was a young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man, and put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left. The people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. Again, Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights, mostly from Matthew Henry, and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 20. Verses 7 through 12, read from today's New International Version. This passage makes us think about times in our own lives when we have been uh, so tired and sleepy at church, or tired uh, times when we've uh, had to sit through a long, boring message and probably were there grumbling. But in this case, the young man was overcome by weariness, because because it says that, well, the commentaries, which I'm going to read in a moment, says that it, they were probably, it was after, you know, noon or late in the day when Paul started teaching because they work on Sunday. Sunday, the first day of the week for Gentiles, is a work day for the Jew. So the Jews celebrate their Sabbath on the uh, Saturday. Christians celebrate theirs on a Sunday. But let me go ahead and share what I've written down, most of which came from Matthew Henry. So let me go ahead and get started. 
This was the first day of the week, and they came together uh, for what is called the Lord's Day. And that's the Christian Sabbath, celebrated in, to the honor of Christ and the Holy Spirit in remembrance of the resurrection of Christ and the pouring out of the Spirit, both on the, both on the first day of the week. This is here said to be the day when the disciples came together, that is, when it was their practice to come together in one church, or all the churches together. This is the first first certain example we have of Christians making a practice to gather together on the first day of the week for fellowship and the word. Though here it seems they gathered in the evening, because Sunday was a normal work day for them. And they came together to break bread, that is, to celebrate the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. The bread which we break is uh, the communion of the body of Christ. And that's in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16. The breaking of the bread signifies not only the breaking of Christ's body for us to be a sacrifice for our sins, but it also signifies the breaking of Christ's, Christ's body to us to be food and a feast for our souls. And again, that's Matthew Henry. Paul spoke to them and he continued his message until midnight. And remember, they're probably starting in the evening. So you can just imagine how tired all of the listeners are. But you have one listener in particular who's uh, overcome with drowsiness. But let me continue. Though they were disciples already, Paul felt it was very necessary they should have the word of God preached to them in order to increase their knowledge and grace. Paul sensed the need to preach a long time because he was ready to depart the next day. And remember, he's not just preaching, he's teaching. And uh, let me continue. He knew he might never see these particular Christians again. So he preached probably for about six hours. The meeting uh, continued till midnight. There were candles set up, many lights that the hearers might turn to the scriptures Paul quoted to see whether these things were so, and that this, this might prevent the reproach of their enemies, who said they met in the night for works of darkness. So there's a reason. Let me continue. And then there's a certain young man named Eutychus. He fell down from the third story and was taken up, taken up dead. The combination of the late hour, the heat, and perhaps the fumes from the oil lamps made the young man, um, and his name is Eutychus, it signifies one that had good fortune, it made him fall asleep. He, his fall and death certainly would put a sour note on the meeting. Paul had been teaching for many hours, and after a long day of work for most of the, you know, and this was a long day for most of the audience, after a long day of work, there is also some evidence that um, Eutychus fought to sleep the best he could. The tense of the uh, Greek verb portrays poor Eutychus as being gradually overcome despite his struggle to remain awake. Yet in the end, sleep got to him. The word translated sleep is the word from which we derive our English word hypnosis. 
And Paul says, don't, don't uh, be disturbed. His life is in him. Paul, after, um, I guess, receiving that the word from God, the word of faith from God, sensed that God would raise the boy from the dead, and God did. Paul's comment that the boy's life was in him refers to his condition after he had ministered to him. Luke would not have devoted space to the raising up of someone who was merely uh, um, just dozed off or hypnotized. So after talking a long time, they went back to talking until midnight, probably not preaching, probably just talking and communing as, as Paul prepared to leave. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this lesson, this picture that we see of this young man who struggled to stay awake, struggled to pay attention to your word. And God, you know that is us in so many situations in our lives. There are things that you're trying to feed us, there are things you're trying to impart to us. And we get so distracted by so many things. We have our phones with us. We have the TV with us. We have all kinds, all games, all kinds of distractions. Unlike this young man who was probably tired from a long day of work, we have other things that distract us from you. So God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your patience with us. And bless us, Father, to be able to uh, be good witnesses, be good stewards, because we know in all things you will get the glory, just as you did in this situation. Some of the commentaries said that it could have been a a ploy of Satan to show that the church was again operating in darkness, but it could have been your, uh, uh, your power showing the church that you are Uh, you are our life that in you we do live and move and have our being so we thank you for that father we're praying for those who need you in a special way so many needs we're casting them at you as we do all always that's what you said cast like you're throwing a fish to uh, a net to catch uh, bait to catch fish with cast them at you cast our cares so that you're there to receive them father and we lay them at your feet And thank you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.